Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? Feeling like playing the game? Of course, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are futuristic, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's his Triple H to my Shawn Michaels. What up, guys? Aim on the mic. How's everyone doing today? Very proper dynamic. And before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thank you, you filthy animals. You filthy animals. And much like those filthy animals, we are here today to give you our opinion as to what WWE will look like in the next 10 years. Of course, as of late, and we've been reporting on this, there has been a lot of different changes around the WWE being head of management, all that stuff, roster changes, comebacks, departures, the whole nine. So I want to first talk about... Should we start from NXT and work our way up? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Just like do like a main roster call up for us. So NXT is a weird place because it's always interchanging. Mm-hmm. You know, recently we got the call up of Solo Sokoa, who has been in NXT for like a hot minute. Is he on the main roster? Is he just in NXT? I don't know. But I want to first give my shout to a heel act in NXT that I absolutely love. I think he's very much got star potential written all over him. He was written off as a bootleg Miz the other day by AJ Styles. The other day. This happened a few months ago. But Grayson Waller. I think he should be one of the top heels in NXT. He arguably is, but I just love his act. I love his shtick. You can say it's copy and paste Miz, but something about him is just a a tad bit more douchey, if you you know know, what I mean. First of all, it's a copy of a Miz who's copying Jericho. First of all, pay your dues. And second, you know, we we shot on NXT 2.0, all the colors, all these perform not even performers these athletes rather the sports entertainers coming up here and now out of the whole garbage there have been gems out of the nxt 2.0 and grayson wall has been somebody who's been showing up and actually you know making it entertaining in the sports of wwe and nxt and i'm surprised he is every like 90s 2000s bully jock who didn't really grow up in that time and just stayed as that person, which I love because I am that asshole. I am. And you know me, love my asshole characters. And he's been shocking everyone so far. I don't. I think he's one of the people who doesn't need a title. He's that good. He's that douchey of a, a person. And, yeah, I think he could be the next, like you said, Miz. Granted, I think the next Jericho. But I, I feel like a perfect fit for him would be in the mid-card Intercontinental title. And do I think he could be the person to beat um, Jericho's title reign with nine Intercontinental? I think he could win 10 Intercontinental titles and brag about it and be the whole douchey throughout. But yeah, no, Miss 2.0. And speaking of like 2.0s, I want to pitch a star going to NXT. Now, this isn't from outside of WWE's walls. I think that, you know, that whole argument is very well documented of who should be in NXT, all that stuff. But Dominic Mysterio, I 
I I get he just did this heel turn with the Judgment Day, and you know, let's face it, his face run on the roster has been nothing but just stale. meh, yeah, stale. The the best way um, I I saw it was that people called it his gimmick was hi I'm Mysterio's son. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And this is coming from the person. And you know this. Rey Mysterio got me into wrestling. So obviously I would gravitate towards Dominic because not only did I see him, we both seen him in feuds with Eddie and Ray, that ladder match of custody of him, that whole stuff. So we know Dominic. But he's far too green on the main roster right now. What happens with his heel run with the Judgment Day, I don't know. But I, I just feel... He should go to NXT and he can be a top guy as far as, you know, main eventing, North American Championship, blah, blah, blah. I think that would be a good idea for him to be in NXT 2.0, have that, you know, that name, Mysterio, in NXT. I think it would do him good. I, I feel like, um, what you call it, he should stay on the main rosters because we're getting... The, the new LWO 2.0, whatever the team is. Legado de Fantasma. They're getting called up, and I feel like Dominic could be a better fit in that group than Judgment Day, because right now everyone's calling him uh, Rhea Ripley's sub all the time getting beat up. I uh, would gladly take his place. I'm fine. You know my opinions of She-Hulk. You know my opinions <laughs> with Rhea. It's all good. Um, I feel like, you know, if you want to turn Judgment Day face, you could have that group come and take Dom from there. Or you can have Dom and Damian be tag team champions. I'm okay with him staying on the main roster and having them. I don't. I feel like he doesn't need to be in NXT. I think it's kind of too late for him to be in NXT right now. Um, I think it would do more harm than good for him. But no, I think yep. Like that, uh, get him the center exabar, put him in that group, and give me LWO 2.0. I can definitely see that if he stays on the main roster, like you said, um, LWO vibes. It would do the heel Dominic character well to kind of like, all right, like I'm with the Judgment Day, but like screw you guys, I'm making my own thing, and mm -hmm. then kind of like how like how M MJF did it when he was part of the Inner Circle, and then he had his own group. He was like, I just want to know how to be a part of a group, and then have that kind of like because we all know Ray when he signed, he said when they when they had Andrade, when they had all, the whole group of of um, Lucha House Party. Um, Ray wanted a LWO team faction in WWE. He's like, we have the Mexican wrestlers so making LWO. So I think better than now than ever than have his son be the face of the LWO 2.0 with Santo Expo, with Rocking Fiendness, and um, the other dude. I forget his name. I forgot his name. Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix and something wild. Yeah, Joaquin Wilde. There we go, Joaquin Wilde. Joaquin Wilde and some someone else. Yeah, <laughs> I I always forget their names. And Electra, that's the one I know because Daredevil and all that. Um, of course you do. Of course. Of course. Now, is there anything else in NXT you want to go over or kind of pitch, or should we get our main roster call up? Braun Breaker. You think he's going to be the next oh. future WWE or Universal Champion? You're triggering me. You're triggering me. Of course, you brought up this guy's name. Should we address the Worlds Collide or no? 
Yeah, let's go for it. He, he's All just, right. he, he's basically Roman in, in NXT. Right Tyler now. Bate should have won that match, and you I stand so. by you it. Think so? You really? Let's face it. Let's face it. Braun Breaker, they're high on nothing wrong with it. Get him to the main roster. They they very much view him as a top guy. Get him there. Tyler Bate. You know how much I love NXT UK. Rest in peace. NXT Europe is coming. I don't know what that's going to be. But Tyler Bate should have won that match. I see. I, I'm upset they broke up Matt, Matt Stylish Mountain. Um, yeah. that, but I, I always seen this Tyler Bate as a tag team partner, even though he won the UE. He, he was, I think he was second or the first UK champion. First. First. So, um, yeah, I still saw him as, after him losing it. I think he lost to be done, right? He did yeah. lose it to Pete Dunne. Dunne. Yeah, after that, I thought the whole momentum went down. I think he should have stayed in the tag team division. Born Baker, um, you know, I think he should be there. I could see him either. Hypothetically, he could be a good mid-card U.S. title. They're going to push him as the WWE or Universe title in the next 10 years. Maybe, maybe not. We've been wrong before. Um, there was somebody else. Mandy Rose, our hometown girl. Um, winning both the NXT and the NXT UK. How do you feel about that? And what do you see here now after getting this this reamped of a character? Me, me, and you both knew what potential she had. Of course, being biased, she is from our hometown. Um, how do you feel about her next ten years, knowing how she's having this killer run in NXT? Yeah, it's no secret that she struck gold with Toxic Attraction. This revamped character, like you said. I was very surprised, and did they show bias or whatever? I don't know, because let's face it, Braun Breaker won the unification match, and so did Mandy Rose. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like they stripped the titles off those NXT UK people, and we're like, all right, they'll hold them for like a month or two, and then the real contenders come about. But getting back to Mandy, I was very surprised she won that match, but rightfully so, she's been absolutely killing it. Also, given the competition that she was in, that that triple threat match with uh, Miko Sanamoto mm -hmm. and uh, Blair Davenport, Blair Davenport is a young and up-and-coming star that I think should definitely be uh, someone to watch to dethrone Mandy because she's young, she has the talent, great heel, and I think it's no secret by year's end, I think Mandy's getting called up to the main roster with Toxic Attraction. But... um. Yeah, Mandy Rose struck gold. I think she's great. Toxic Attraction, that whole stable. I think that's something the women's division can use as well. We did just get control. I guess that's what they're officially called now on the main roster, being Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. So I think there's more room for another big stable on the main roster being Toxic Attraction. Of course, I feel like you can't do it where Mandy comes by herself. You have to wait for Toxic Attraction to be, you know, fully healed, fully back in to the main roster because we know that they got the concussions during the tournament for the NXT Tag Team titles. Yeah, so I guess moving away from NXT, I want to talk about a star. Um, Me? A big star, of course. A, uh, a big star that came to WWE, and it's Cody Rhodes. Only smoke and mirrors now. I, again, let's... I forgot to uh, address this because you didn't acknowledge me. But um, who won at Clash of the Castle? Like, so greatly predicted. 
Oh, that's right. Roman won. So I am again sticking to this narrative that Cody Rhodes is the chosen one to dethrone Roman you can't, at WrestleMania. You can't. They have Roman and Rock and Mania. You can't. No, or, they don't. It's not official yet. Until I see it in writing, it's not official. Unless unless they do it two-night Mania with Roman both men inventing both. If they have one night, him versus Cody, fuck, they might actually do that shit. They might I'm just do, saying, they, I'm just saying, let, and of course, the premise of this podcast was 10 years in the future. Cody dethrones Roman, and I think by the time, because I think Cody said he wants to stay for like four to five years and then just retire. I think in that time, Cody Rhodes will be a three-time world champion. I think it's very well deserved. I think that there's no secret that they can market him very well. He sells merch. He gets the reactions. And now Cody Rhodes is a top star in pro wrestling. Of course, this was known Ever since he was in AEW, he formed that company and they kind of just very much so they need to strap a rocket to his back whenever he comes back, potentially winning the Royal Rumble and just going on a run. Do I think the run of his world championship reigns are going to be as long as Roman's? Obviously not. But I think Cody Rhodes all said and done whenever he retires with the WWE Three to four time world champion. Yeah, you got me triggered. First of all, like now thinking about it, I'm like they could book Roman for both night one and night two. I mean, we're rocking Cody, but I digress. Um, and ten years, I, I can see that. I can see Cody Rhodes. I can feel. I, I can see Cody be the next Randy. As you know, like he doesn't need the title, but you know, give him a, a U.S. title throughout his. Um, his contract. Oh, he yeah. has to win a U.S. Yeah. title him, when he's there. Give him the internet, internet title. Bring back the white strap intercontinental title while you're at it. All that. I could see him being a good mainstream. I could see Austin Theory. Do I? He was supposed to be the next John Cena with Vince in charge. Um, I don't. I don't think that's gonna last. I think I could, that's a failed cash in. Yeah. No, I think honestly, he waits to the last minute. He run. He like runs it out. Until the night of Money in the Bank, um, I don't know. Or, Unless or, this is their thing to split the titles, that or you know something that's never been done, do it on a house show. Ooh, because his thing is all day, so he cash it all day. So on a house show, it would be unprecedented. But yeah. then you know there's going to be that select group of wrestling fans that are like, uh. They wasted Theory's cash in at a stupid house show and like I don't know, Boise. Asia, I don't Asia, know, like Asia, you know. Asia won his first US title at a house show at Madison Square Garden. So that's MSG though. I don't really count that's like a glorified house show. There's like house show level and then there's like you know they're marketing this house show <laughs> to have something happen. Um another person in ten years I can see, um Mad Condona. Okay. Triple H was a good friend of Zack Ryder. He was, you know, high on him when the Ryder Revolution coming up. Um, I could see Chad Gable getting a Kurt Angle push in the next 10 years as well. Uh, you, you've been seeing more of single matches with Chad Gable. Montez Ford's being spread up. There's rumors. Yeah, three profits. There's rumors that they might get split up during this draft um, in 10 years. And let's see, what else in 10 years would I expect? Uh, Randy Orton being a Hall of Fame, I yes. feel like uh, I feel like he's a uh, number one bo- um, Hall of Famer. 
going in with also John Cena as well being inducted into the Hall of Fame as well. I feel like John should be inducted now since he's done pretty much. Um, who else? Oh, I don't know. Well, Randy's last match I feel like should be against Cody Rhodes. So. Not Cena? Not, we had it so many times. I know it's been a hot minute since we had it, but everyone's be like, oh. Because now we, we, Cena is like out of that whole I hate Randy. Randy is dealing with my mortal enemy. And I feel like kind of like how Kurt Angle uh, and Cena was. is like, yeah, you, you're just having this last match to have this last match. I feel like Randy and Cody could be that passing of the torch kind of thing. So I can see that. And I guess while talking about Cena, um, let's answer the age old question. Will he break Ric Flair's record? I don't think so. I think if there's one person to break it now, it's Randy. Randy is putting the. This is not being biased. He's putting the time and he's been here. God, hopefully his injury hears up. I feel like he is well deserved to be that person to break, not only break the record, but be that person to be 17 times. Because he's honestly, he's been here more than Cena. Even though Cena and Randy was like, you know, run next to each other, but Cena was really the face. Randy's been proving that he is somebody that's been in this company. He's been a WWE guy as well. And I think what a way to be be like, I'm better than Cena. I did something that Cena couldn't do, and that's break the record. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl i don't know for me i think that happens only for the fact you think you cena talk, breaks it i think cena does break it and it's only for the fact it's like again whenever you think about wwe and i'm talking about like general like basic fan like doesn't really watch that much not like us who like know the the whole story behind orton know the story behind cody and even roman but like it's John Cena. And I think before his time is up, and no pun intended, his time is now, um, I I just 
think it's like proper. And I think the only reason why they could do it in the next 10 years is to give an up and coming star their moment, much like they did with Kevin Owens. When he came up to the main roster, he faced Cena and I believe that was for the U S title or something. He beat Mm -hmm. up John Cena his first night. So I only think it'd be right for Cena to go out as the champion of WWE and then give that moment to an up and coming star because I feel that's more likely under this regime than Vince's regime as far as like giving that young star the nod to go over. Do, do, do you realize in 10 years he's going to be 55 years old? You know, and I'm saying within these 10 years, I'm not saying yeah. in 10 years John Cena will do this. But I feel like this could even be five or even four. Not yeah. even like it, it could happen. It could happen at WrestleMania for all it, we know. It could. Uh, it could also happen at a house show. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking by. Another um, Johnny Gargano winning the WWE title, being a Daniel oh, yeah. Bryan, getting that. Um, Carolyn Cross. I feel like there's not a reamp, this reintroduction of his character. Do you think he for you you know how I mean, when he was in NXT I felt like you were high on him in NXT. I'm like I saw one of his matches, I'm like, okay. Like I feel like the he doesn't really need the title. I I personally believe, and this is where again, one of my predictions for the next ten years, those the unified championship is split. Mm-hmm. This is this is the time. This is where you give like the world heavyweight championship to I think the World Heavyweight Championship, let's call it the big gold belt or whatever, that suits Karrion Cross so well. You it, think so? Imagine him walking down to the ring, big gold belt. You can see it more. It's oh, like yeah, him, oh, it's yeah. like that belt with Randy. I was about to say, are you saying that because he had the NXT and that was kind of like a gold belt? No. I'm just saying, like, I, again, like I think their Cody Rhodes should bring back the Winged Eagle title. Let's get real crazy. I really like that belt. Winged Eagle is is the belt. But yeah, I, I think Karrion Cross definitely has a world title, multiple at that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, the the act is presented so well, and this is the thing where, you know, with these big guys like Omas and Braun Strowman welcome back. Um Choo-choo. please, if they ever play that sound effect, put me down. Um I think he can just clobber these guys and like establish himself as this big, scary dude who seemingly has a freaking chokehold on the world title. That's a really interesting thing on it. Um, see what, what, what else you see in 10 years or coming? Um, a thing I see happening and this will do another podcast. I assume following this one next week's pod, check it out. Um, MJF will come to WWE. I, I can see that. He's been really vocal about it, too. So To the point, and we'll talk about it in the next pod. Uh, I just want to hint at this right now. He he has alluded to and like to a point where I'm even like, yo, stop. It's too much right now. Where he's like, I can take the world title to a better wrestling company. And I think a character like MJF would thrive under, again, Triple H's regime. I think it's more or less the creative aspect in which he's allowed to talk. And whenever, like right now, you're looking at this roster. Mm -hmm. You say 10 years, and let's just say Roman is 
in and out of the company. That's safe to assume, right? Right, Nate? Yeah, either backstage Roman. or Roman. Oh, yeah, Roman. no, I, I think the next five years, honestly. So he's in and out of the company. That takes out arguably your top heel, yeah, right? You got, you got Seth. I feel like Seth is a bigger heel than, especially that promo with Riddle. You got it. Seth. That's and- right, but like I'm talking about like straight up dude you hate. Yo, like, Seth. Are you saying you don't hate Seth for what he just said? The rest? I mean, understand that, pro- that, that, but there's that, a different level of Seth no, heel versus no, Roman heel. No, that, At least that, I think. I, I think that promo that Seth did put Roman, Pat, a shot Roman through it. I feel like gives Seth the title now because that, he, that you can't tell me that was like out of the blue. Oh, it very much was. That was like a real, what is it? Wrestling terms I'm going to use. It's shoot, a shoot. It's a shoot. It there you go. Shoot. It was like out of the blue. I was like, mother. Well, I'm like, if we're going to get that rather than TV 14, I'm all for it. Yeah. And like, but that was like biggest heel movement of 2022, I feel like. Yeah. And what I'm like trying to like talk about here is there's a different level of like a Seth Rollins heel versus a Roman heel. You know what I mean? Like Roman's heel is dominant. He is you know, just straight up the moneymaker and everything like that. Seth Rollins is that conniving weasel. Joker, Joker. Yeah. The Joker character, if you will. MJF can be that wild card heel that, you know, he, he obviously he'll have the baggage. If he does come over from AEW to absolutely take a dump on that company every week. Mm-hmm. And he'll have an open mic and blah, blah, blah. He'll be like, oh, here you go. You want to talk about AEW? Yes. (laughs) He at one point called it a piss ant company himself. So I just feel as if MJF could be that that clippable moment guy for WWE because they love social media. Mm -hmm. I think MJF, again, like I said with Cody Rhodes, his presentation when he came back was pivotal to any of those superstars thinking about coming to WWE. The worst kept secret is what they call it because everyone knew he was coming. Yeah, but like I'm more or less talking about his treatment. He was treated as a big star, presented Mm -hmm. as such. So MJF, I think within the next 10 years, comes to WWE and potentially locks down a world championship. That's a, that's a good thought, and I want to talk about somebody else. Somebody who, two people especially, one of them saying that this might be their and this might be their last contract. Do you see AJ winning the Royal Rumble or Money in the Bank, and then and winning another title? And also the same goes for Finn Balor. One, I think Finn should have a title. I think if you want to make Judgment Day relevant, you want to make all that great and amazing. You give Rhea Ripley women's championship and you give Finn Balor a, again, split the titles, give him the universal championship. Triple H guy. That's what, exactly. And you were talking about AJ Styles, and I think that's very well a lock. Regardless, I think another world title is very much in the cards for AJ Styles. But what about Money in the Bank? Or do you think he deserves it? Because Money in the Bank is usually for a heel. You know, it's a heel gimmick, like it or not. Um, do you think AJ or Finn needs a Money in the Bank or a Royal Rumble? Or they're just that talented that they can win a number one contenders and be like, boom. Nothing against AJ, but I don't think he needs Money in the Bank. I would think he's more of a Rumble winner than a Money in the Bank guy. Mm-hmm. Finn 
being the heel, being the leader of Judgment Day, I think that would be more his shtick, you know? Mm-hmm. So Money in the Bank goes to Finn. AJ goes for um, the Royal Rumble. Royal, and then two more because I'm just looking at the roster right now. Kevin and Robert Roode. Robert Roode, you're your dude. Robert Roode is your guy. I think Ten he years, can have do a... You think, do you think he... Before anything, do you think he goes back to Bobby? No, oh, he, he has to. He has to. I Because, again, like, we're in this Triple H era. We're like, what, a month in almost-ish? It's almost, almost two months in. Almost. Wow. Time flies. But um, you see a lot more wrestlers getting their names back. Like, we got Matt Riddle. We got Austin Theory. Mustafa Ali. Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa. So it's more or less a matter of when. So mm-hmm. I well, think that's fine. But I do think Robert Roode, Bobby Roode is, unless he goes back to black and gold NXT, Bobby Roode, like glorious, like that heel guy. Well, they did split up Dirty Dogs. So hopefully he's just waiting in the crap in the shadows now at this point. That's the thing, and this is where the coming of like MJF could have a big conflict around that because essentially <clears throat> they're they're almost the same type of person in a way, you know, wearing suits, douchey, you know, I'm the guy, blah blah blah. But that's like all heels. But yeah. um, you know, I I would say Bobby Roode is more in for a renaissance of like IC title U.S. champion. Like he's in for a run there. Yeah. World title, I, I'd say he sniffs one and then gets gets out. You, you talk about world title, I feel like Robert Roode sets perfectly for the world of title. Bring that back. Um, they did break up 30 dogs, so I can't wait for they. I'm just waiting for Robert Roode to come back. Also, you talk about you know him going back to Bobby Roode. And TNA, he was Robert Roode first, and then he changed his name to Bobby when he won the title. So maybe he goes back to Bobby Roode once he wins the big title. Kind of like how... Johnny Nitro did it when he won the ECW title. Yeah. Um, Shayna Baszler, somebody who's um, in the uh, title picture right now against the Morgan, might get another rematch. You think she's going to be the next Ronda Rousey running around, the next Becky Lynch being the top of her game? I think for what it is worth, Shayna Baszler needs a women's championship right now. I know they wanted to give Liv Morgan, and that's why I went with Liv for that match, to give her a legitimate win and against a credible threat being Mm -hmm. Shayna Baszler. And, of course, she was beaten down. I think this feud ends up with Ronda absolutely picking the bones of Liv Morgan, and she gets the title. A better feud would be Ronda versus Shayna. Mm -hmm. I think that has so much to be done there. But um, I do. I want Shayna Baszler to have a title on her at some point. I just want to let this know. <clears throat> I want to let this know. As of eighth of September, Sasha Banks is on the SmackDown roster. I just. So, I don't know. They, they're, she, that whole thing is weird. It is weird, but apparently there are talks with her and Triple H. Come bring her back. Did we see her in the next couple of months? Maybe. But as of right now, she is back on the roster page. I think she's very much, uh, if there's more than a time to come back, it's right now. Mm-hmm. 
also why I think they gave the titles to Dakota, not Dakota Kai, um, Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah. Again, I'm forgetting. But I think that's why they gave them the titles because I feel like as if Sasha, like they're going to do like what you said. Sasha and Naomi come back after the tournament and are like, yo. Tournament ended, though. Run those back. Run it back, son. Run it back. But I guess to wrap up the pod, um, Hall of Famers. Mm. This could be first ballot. This can be whatever. But I want to first give you this pitch and then we'll see where it goes so i'm looking at and you just hear me out just ride with me for this i'm talking about kofi kingston i'm talking about the new day and talking about their staying power 10 years i'm giving it so this is this is very much pushing that 10 year mark i don't think the new day have 10 years left in them because Kofi's obviously one of the older people on the roster. And who knows with the whole Big E thing. But them as an act, definitely Hall of Famers. Greatest tag team champs in a while. Mm-hmm. Them with the Usos. But Kofi Kingston, I believe, deserves a Hall of Fame spot. Oh, 100%. 100%. I feel like he is somebody who deserves it. Somebody who ha- has a up and down career in WWE is well documented. Um, I think, yeah. I, I'm, do and I that's think, him by himself, I not think, with the New Day. Hundred percent. I don't think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, oh, like no. the, like the main event. But I think he will be a a, a man inventor. I, f- I feel like he'd be a two time Hall of Famer. Just yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like him, Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Or like those people that are definitely going in. It's just you know, yeah. It's when they call it quits. Do you have a Hall of Famer? Um, AJ. Yes, AJ. Oh yeah, AJ. It's just one of those things where it's like you can't really deny it. No, and, and get it? Yeah, most of his accomplishments are outside of WWE, but he had banger after banger matches in WWE. The matches with him and Shane McMahon, which everyone thought. It wasn't going to be the highlight of the WrestleMania 32, um, 33. It was. It fucking stole the show. Um, Him and Chris Jericho, WrestleMania 32. Him and Cena's matches, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, Battleground. Amazing. Him um, him versus Demon Finn a couple years back. Like, you can't, Granted, he like I said, he's done everything, but he still would share that same energy that he had in New Japan. He had in TNA, and he's running it here. Yeah, and I guess quick ones to to knock out because it's like kind of a layup here. Cena, um, we got Randy, we got Brock, mm-hmm. we got Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Uh, do we did Batista went in? Yeah. No, he got out though because he wanted to be inducted when there was a full crowd. So he hasn't been inducted yet. He's not. No, he has yet. So I assume that's going to be the Hollywood one. Yeah. Easta. Um, Dolph Ziggler, Miz. Miz for sure. Dolph. Rock, obviously, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to. Th- Ray. Obviously. Ray, oh, obviously, Ray, yeah. Uh, we said Cena. Cena. Like, those are like the layups. Yeah. I'm trying to think of more of like niche. Kevin Owens. I want to see what what else he does 
for his run. You know, uh, I think Usos, there's more Usos, to be said that Usos, Usos for sure, because just their tag team, um, their whole list of accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think on the women's side, like Charlotte, Bailey, oh, Charlotte, she, the whole four horse woman. Yeah, Al- all of them. Alex Bliss, somebody who yes. wasn't in the mainstream of NXT, like the breakout star of NXT, basically, because she had a killer run on the main roster. Yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee. Oh, please, don't even get me started about that. I'm so upset that he's leaving for a college game day. But, like, he gave reasoning. He's like, the WWE reached out to me and we're like, you can do SmackDown, but, like, it's not fair to you, your health, your family to be, like, jetting around the world, Mm -hmm. like, constantly to do not only your show, but college game day and SmackDown. So, Pat... He was legendary in my opinion. Put him in the hall of fame. Put him in the hall of fame. Put him in the hall. Just do um, it. Shinsuke will induct him or Michael Cole. <laughs> uh, speaking of Shinsuke, um, who who was it? I just thought of a goddamn name. Fuck. Uh, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is a celebrity lock for yeah. sure. I mean, for as much as stock as they put in him, I, I saw he something showed- the other day that he might do something like a run like an actual run triple, or something triple wants him to do an act triple H went to his concert to yeah just, seeing papa h at a bad bunny concert i would uh, i was dying never yeah, in a million yeah i think mjk for a no, celebrity induction no if logan paul i mean He's they in. have they, they have trump in yeah put, put paul in Celebrity wing is more like a participation trophy. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you were here for like a week. Like, there you go. Thanks for coming. Mm, thank you. But uh, yeah, us, is, there any, is there anything else to wrap uh, up? Like Steph? Do you think Steph, the woman who... She created women's wrestling. <laughs> I mean, come on. She did. Oh, before before we wrap up, I just... Yeah, I just came across so many ten years. Bobby Fish. Okay. What? He, he he got released from AEW. Okay. And Malachi Black. He got released from AEW. Okay, but coming back to WWE mm-hmm. in ten years. Bobby Fish now. I you, think you know, that's you know, far gone. Bobby Fish batted for Triple H. That's like one of the reasons why he got kicked out of AEW right now. Ah. I don't know. I th- I think that's unless it's like an undisputed era thing. Bobby Fish ain't coming. Alistair Black though, Malachi Black, that could be a that could be a thing. That could be because Lena Vega, again, haven't seen her on TV in a while. And she won Queen of the Ring. Granted, Xavier Woods won King of the Ring, and they were like, "Oh, he got injured. He just bring him back. We're out the crowd." Exactly. So uh, I could see more Alistair Black coming back than a uh, Bobby, Bobby Fish. Fish. Oh, Tony Gunn in 10 years. She imagined that wrestling in 10 years is going to be something. But what isn't going to be something is the loss of more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast because we upload every single week, three times a week with the Get Comfy Lowdown, the Get Comfy Game Break, and the Get Comfy Podcast every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I've been Kalo, joined by the one and only. I'm on the mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.